Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make of it. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani welcoming you to another session of self-coaching where real life emotional struggle, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. Well, I thought I'd start today's podcast out with a bit of sage advice, which is, to thine own self be true. It's common sense, right? Be true to yourself. But how do we really know what our self is? We tend to vacillate now and then, sometimes we're this, sometimes we're that. We're up, we're down, we're sociable, we're introverted, extra. We're all over the place sometimes. What is our true self? Is there really this unchanging core, this true self that's within us? Do you think if you were born with different early life circumstances, your core would stay intact? Well, if it's if it is truly your true self, then we would assume yes. It would transcend different environmental influences. The core, that which lies underneath, would remain sacrosanct. But we have a problem trying to get at that core. It's, it seems rather elusive. We, we tend to experience it indirectly when we go against ourselves. I mean, we have these mechanisms called guilt and conscience that just seem to flare up if we do something in our estimation, egregious. But who's calling the shots? Who's saying that we should be guilty about what we said to that person? Well, that's perhaps the core. The true self saying you've drifted. You are acting not according to who you are, your real true self. You are acting differently, and you ought to feel guilty about that. If you snub somebody just because you don't like the way they look, or how they dress, and you go home and feel guilty, well, your core personality might be saying to you, you know, your truth is that you are being a jerk, and it's not you, and therefore you suffer, as you should. No one should be a jerk. <laughs> I think that's, that's important. You know, many philosophers and psychologists, they don't agree on this, uh, this subject. There's, there's quite a debate going on as to whether the true self is, this concept is really just an illusion and that it doesn't exist at all. So I don't think it's an illusion. And I think from a self-coaching perspective, I can define what the true self is. And I define it as the self before it was contaminated by insecurity. So we have a self that's become corrupted, contaminated by insecurity. What is insecurity? Well, first of all, everyone has insecurity. No one grows up in a perfect world. No one has perfect parents. We all experience, you know, adversity and trauma and sickness and separations, and it makes us feel vulnerable. And this is synonymous with being insecure. It's a feeling of vulnerability. And everyone, as I said, has insecurity, some more, some less. It's relative. Not everyone has horrendous developmental experiences. Some do, obviously. So since we all have insecurity... We can all relate to this contamination that takes place. And as insecurity gets a hold on the developing child, the child does what it's supposed to do. It's 
tries to survive. We are all survival machines, children included. So when a child feels vulnerable, when their little lives feel out of control, they start to gravitate towards strategies that make them feel more in control. Maybe some will worry, anticipate. Maybe some will withdraw and become very shy. Some children may become bullies, just trying to push people away. Whatever the strategy is, these are attempts to feel safer in a perceived unsafe world. And as these strategies become habituated over time, we begin a lifelong journey, drifting further and further from our true self. And that's that's the point I'm trying to make, that as we start relying and identifying with our strategies of control, with our neurosis, not only is the true self being suppressed, but there's a neurotic self that emerges. We tend to feel that you know we're unable to really handle life directly from a place of strength, so we, we rely on those go-to strategies. We start wringing our hands and anticipating. And the self that emerges, yourself today, the person that you think of or that you describe to others, very loosely, we might call it your false self. I mean, it's, it's probably not totally untrue, but it's not the essence of your true self because it has been contaminated by insecurity. You know, insecurity is it's like a, if you hold a magnet up to a flimsy piece of metal, that metal will bend towards the magnet. And that's what insecurity has done to our personalities. We, we've been bent in certain directions that now define who we are. And it's not your true self. It's more of a false self or a pseudo self, but it's it's got shades of who you are, I'm sure, but it's not that pristine self that exists. And this is especially true if you suffer neurotically. I mean, I know that the clients that come to me, they all have one thing in common. And that's what I'm saying is that their true self has been corrupted by insecurity. And that's what leads people to therapy because they are suffering and struggling because of this. Some are anxious, unable to trust that they can handle life as they wring their hands trying to cope with anxiety and worry, fear. Some are depressed, beaten down by life, losing hope and faith in their own resilience. And some are just lost, you know, drifting along, unable to establish meaning and purpose. And I see that same theme in all of these clients. All are corrupted by insecurities, doubts, fears, and negatives. And by the way, that's the tip-off to when insecurity is active in your thinking. And it's typically the doubts, the fears, and the negativity that are the insecurity-driven thoughts that keep our neurosis intact. So my contention is that insecurity is like a blanket, a blanket that smothers the expression of your true self. So each week, I do try to bring more and more self-coaching strategies for breaking the habit of insecurity. But for today's podcast, well, I simply wanted you to keep in mind that eliminating insecurity in your life, you create an opportunity for your true self to express itself. And once this happens, you'll finally feel an experience of resonance with who you really are. So next time you go for a job interview or go out on a blind date, you won't have to have someone saying, just be yourself. You'll know exactly what that means. Because there is a resonance with ourselves when we are in sync, when we're flowing with our lives. And one thing about insecurity and a contaminated life is that it creates frictions. I mentioned guilt and 
pangs of conscience. But when you are neurotically driving your life toward whatever ends, even if it's the artificial ends of power, money, status, there's friction. You're not happy. You're not resonant. You're not flowing with your life. So to really have the effortless experience that you're capable of, then you have to find a way to connect to that true self. That's that's the bedrock. That's the answer to a life without struggle. Now, I'm not saying that there will never be circumstantial struggles. Of course not. But from a place of maturity where insecurity is not contaminating you, then not only do you flow more directly with your life and more resonantly with your life, but your resilience is more. You have more capability, more self-trust. You handle life more directly without flinching through neurotic strategies of anxiety or control or worry. So it's very, very important for you to realize that the efforts you make towards eliminating insecurity and connecting more with your true self, the uncontaminated self, the more your life becomes fortified with capability and the more in line you are to experience happiness. Just keep in mind that we're not saying that you're going to be living in la-la land. That's not the point here. The point is that living your true self gives you your best shot for the best life you can have. And isn't that what we're after? So I wanted to talk about the true self today because it was a little disturbing to me to read about how some feel that the true self is an illusion. And I could see where they're coming from. But for me, once you understand that insecurity contaminates the trajectory of our lives, that true self gets distorted. It gets bent. And then we are not living according to our true self. Now, if you eliminate the contamination of insecurity, then what's left? Well, that's the pristine self that we're talking about. It's self-evident, I think, I feel, and I think I know from my own life. I've been in psychology for many, many years. Started out as a patient, became attracted to psychology, and for my entire life, I've been decontaminating my life from the early effects of insecurity. And every time I go forward, I realize the truth, the simple truth, that by stepping apart from insecurity, you get to experience yourself in ways that heretofore you might never have imagined possible. It's called liberation. Liberating yourself from insecurity is the way to a better life. Why wouldn't you do that? So I'm going to keep providing different strategies each week, different self-coaching strategies for helping you decontaminate, to help you get more in touch with who you need to be. So take to heart, the adage, to thine own self be true. And let's let's start making a commitment, coaching yourself, committing yourself to breaking the habits of insecurity. And as I say quite often, all habits are learned and all habits can be broken, even habits of insecurity, even lifelong habits of insecurity. We can neutralize and replace these habits with more adaptive, psychologically mature habits. Habits that work for us, not against us. And visit my website, selfcoaching.net, where you could learn more about my latest book on learning anxiety and depression, but also take a look at my other books. So until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle, well, it's not an option. And by definition, victims are powerless, and you're not powerless. So remember, everything's hard until you make it simple. So join me every week 
And let's make it simple together. Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart.